Welcome back to the My Online Schooling podcast, the place where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about life at the online school. In this episode, we speak to Head of Maths, Tom Carter. Tom's been teaching at My Online Schooling for two years and he shares with us why it works so well, not just for the students he teaches, but also for creating the best work-life balance by working from home. He also shares his experiences as a dad himself too, what they get up to as a family when he's not teaching. So come with me and listen in on this conversation with Head of Maths, Tom Carter. Tom, thank you for being here today and welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. Uh, just enjoying the sun a little bit today. Been busy with uh, teaching my classes so far this morning, and, and at the minute, it's really a case of just trying to get these Year Elevens uh, sorted in terms of their their IGCSE grades. So that's really been the focus for the for the last few days. But yeah, not too bad, thank you. Well, I'm really keen to talk to you to understand more about life at the school from a teaching point of view. But before we do that, could you just take us through a quick summary of your own education? You know, where you grew up, and maybe as well what your first job was after school. Yeah. Sure. I grew up in Glastonbury in Somerset, attended the local secondary school, and then I went to college. But beyond that, I didn't follow the traditional route to university. I kind of felt at that point that I just needed to step away and have a break from the academic side of things. I think that's so true of a number of of people of a a teenage sort of age is the fact that they they struggle to find to make that decision so early on. So for Mm. me, I deferred it and I joined the army. Okay. That was my first professional job. Uh, I spent three years in the Royal Engineers. Mm-hmm. Initially planned to make it my career and got a place at Sandhurst to become an officer. But I kind of knew fairly early on the fact that my heart wasn't really in it. And I just wanted to, although stay in public service, mm-hmm. I wanted to, to apply myself in a different sort of field. So I left mm-hmm. after three years mm-hmm. and then went back to university, having taken that break with a much clearer idea of the topic and the area that I wanted to specialise in. Which university did you go to then? I went to the University of West of England uh, in Bristol. I did economics for three years and again was thinking about potentially looking at a a job as an economist. I had a placement up in London with customs and excise over a a three-month period. But again, although it was interesting and I enjoyed my time, I knew it wasn't quite what I was looking for. I was looking for something that was a bit more, a bit more of a challenge, I suppose, is the word. Not to say it wasn't a challenge, but the pace of work was relatively slow, shall we say. So let's look at my online schooling. What led you to teaching online at the school? Well, I taught for 10 years in a large secondary school and I'd had enough of that. I got to the point where after 10 years, I thought, I actually, I want to do something else. I knew I wanted to stay in education. Hmm. So I spent three years working for a charity uh, and the charity specialised in giving educational essentially a chance in life to students that have been expelled from just about every school there was in the area. I, I taught mm. students that have been expelled from, from seven schools. Wow. Uh, and to say, I mean, they use the word vulnerable, which to sum up these kind of students, but I, they don't come across as vulnerable. Challenging, I think, would be would be a better word. But certainly it's the case that after three years of that, where my day was a lot of verbal and physical Abuse is too strong a word, but, you know, it was a difficult job. And I was looking for another way to to pursue my, my interest in education whilst helping students that were struggling. Uh, so I started to work for my online schooling at the same time in the afternoons. Then uh, that became full time. And, and, and the interest for me really was being able to, you know, get access to students that were really struggling and, 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 and kind of lost their way in life a little bit and, and were finding it difficult to re-engage with society. And for whatever reason, 
weren't attending mainstream school. So for me, the interest was being able to deliver a, a lifeline and also quality education to students that, that were struggling. And um, mm-hmm. I must say, that's why I've been here for the last pretty much two years. I'm now head of maths for, for my online schooling. And that that's really the passion for me. That's the interest. That's the drive is the fact mm. that I'm able to help students that are struggling to find their place in life. And when you tell friends and family what you do and how you deliver your teaching, what's their usual reaction to it? Um, I think before the lockdown, there wasn't really much of an understanding about it. But having, you know, most people have experienced this this last year and the concept of homeschooling and working online. I think everyone's got a much better idea of what, what's involved. I think the reputation of online schooling has increased considerably. It's much more of a, an acceptable choice as opposed to maybe something that was on the fringes before. Now it's certainly mainstream and the number of students, as we've seen with the growth of my online schooling over the last, you know, sort of two years, that it's become much more popular and, and accepted as, a, as a, a natural kind of choice. Okay, so talk me through a typical day as a teacher at my online schooling in particular considering how that might differ to life as a teacher in a more traditional kind of school well the the planning is the same in terms of I mean I've been teaching now for 15 years so when I'm thinking about the class ahead that that same process is going on in my mind as to what I taught last time the ability of the group um, and then kind of where we're going to go next and and, Mm. and starters trying to find something that's going to engage them but different in the respect that it for me from a a teacher's point of view is it's much more family friendly because I've got three young boys aged 12 nine and six so the fact that I can be here and give them breakfast um, and see them off to school and get ready for my first class it's it's a much less stress than going in and, and dealing with a, a class of 30. It's almost like teaching in its purest form because it, it it removes a lot of the of course behavior issues that go with it and also a lot of the unnecessary admin that goes with existing and working in a, a big school so for me it's uh, it, it's a much nicer version of being able to do essentially something that I really enjoy. So one of the words you just mentioned there was about engaging children so talk to me a little bit about engaging with pupils online how do you manage that given that you're not in the same physical classroom as them? Well it, it's an ongoing challenge I mean that's really the main thing for me and as head of department I've, I've said to all the now 13 teachers that are in the maths department that really that's, that's the main thing is just to find some way to get the students to engage hmm. and of course a number of our students struggle with mental health concerns confidence so for me it's about projecting out there essentially broadcasting a, a positive experience that will hopefully reel them in not only in terms of what's up on the board and I mm-hmm. always try and start with some starters I do riddles we were doing some dingbats if you know what that is a bit mm-hmm. like a catchphrase oh, yeah. thing we have to kind yeah. of guess what what the word is but beyond that just building that rapport and that relationship where Sometimes you feel a little bit like you're talking into the void, but it's almost like you have to take the, the point of view that you are essentially just broadcasting a positive experience and recognising the fact for a number of our students, it's a, it's a lifeline into essentially a, a social side of things that, um, that they wouldn't get day to day. So for me, it's mm. about a building rapport. And that's how all my lessons start. It's, it's quite conversational and just how are things, how are you getting on? We're talking about the days, talking about something in the news and just something that might spark their interest and, and maybe just get them to engage in the, on the, in the chat box or even come on microphone and, and just make a comment. So tell me a little bit more about this because, you know, you mentioned things like the, the riddles and dingbats and you've also mentioned about the importance of building that rapport. So from the point of view of someone who's maybe not sat in on one of these classes... How does that actually look? How does it play out? Well, we teach through Zoom. So it will be the case that when the 
classes uh, settled and come in and we, we, we kind of talked about how things are and life generally and quite often I'm talking about you know concerns in terms of general teenage problems mental health not sleeping very well so it's almost like the day follows a natural sort of direction in terms of the conversation but then once we get to the starters uh, and like this morning we were doing a bit of countdown which is just a number game so mm-hmm. I, I project that on the board I share my screen and it comes up there and essentially just looking like a whiteboard and fills their screen and they have a go at the starter and I try and make the starters yes mathematical based but also just fun and engaging so it's almost like trick is the wrong word but you get them to engage because they enjoy it mm-hmm. and then you build that into the lesson so from their end it's going to be looking at a screen and seeing that there's an activity there mm-hmm. that yes is mathematically based but it's going to actually sort of spark their interest a little bit so you mentioned that you were teaching this morning which year group were you teaching so this morning i've taught uh year 10 a higher set and i've just taught the uh year 11 foundation i've got another year 10 after this so most of my work is in the key stage four which is essentially the igcse students and those students in year 10 and year 11 what parts of the world typically do they tend to come from oh all over this is part of the reason why i love working for modern on schooling is is that sense of broadcasting essentially on an international scale you know we've got students in 65 countries and all different time zones so i've got students all over the world and that rich sense of of the class environment that comes from that and their input and their their, their variety of their days and the weather and their and their experiences and their and the accents it, it's a it's a it's a lovely rich mix in terms of uh, the international students in the class so you mentioned that they're from all over internationally just name me some of the countries that those students are from uh, dubai portugal spain obviously all over the uk ireland scotland england i've got students that are from africa mm-hmm. and yeah they're just scattered around what i'm going to do next year actually is i'm going to maybe get a globe or a map of uh, of some description and mm-hmm. actually to put little dot as to where all my students are because it's it's a fascinating concept to, to have that kind of that reach in terms of your daily life and of course the department as well the maths teachers are, are all over the place I regularly talk to someone over in um, Australia so there's a real sense of essentially just you know, that worldwide connection. And how do you see friendships developing between the pupils as well between the students given the fact that they're in totally different countries? Yeah, I mean, obviously, during the lesson, I welcome some chat during during the class. Of course, sometimes there's a time just to, to knuckle down and, and get on with this. And I, mm. uh, especially if I'm explaining a concept or we're looking at a difficult problem as a group, then most of my classes know that that's a time that they should be listening. Mm. Otherwise, I recognise the fact that for a number of the students, it's a chance to actually socialise a little bit and, and have a an interaction with, with some people in their own age group. So mm. you see the friendships developing, especially when they've got classes together and they, they, they follow each other around. There's a there's a real sense that um, you can see that camaraderie that, that that's building, and also the things in terms of clubs and the, and the stuff that my online schooling runs after hours in terms of building that social aspect. To me, mm-hmm. yes, I want of course that first and foremost I want them to get a good education. I want them to do well in their IGCSE maths, but also I, I want them to have a sense of a, a, a nice childhood and, and a mm-hmm. sense of being able to have some friends because that's a huge uh, important thing. And when I think about my own three boys it's really important that they have those friendship groups going through school because that really is a a definite positive in life I think. So you mentioned about your three boys and how you're able to give them breakfast in the morning and things like that 
From a teaching perspective, what are some of the other benefits of online schooling at My Online Schooling? The biggest one for me, and I can say this off the back of 10 years experience of teaching in a mainstream school where any given class, say 25 or 30 students, a lot of the time, my job, I felt was really protecting those students that wanted to learn from those ones that had no interest and wanted to be disruptive, which unfortunately was quite a common theme through a number of lessons. Of course, you dealt with it and discipline was good, but still, that was a concern. As opposed to my online schooling, Mm -hmm. it's a wonderful sense that that's been removed because for me it was like a breath of fresh air coming from 10 years mainstream three years for this difficult charity and then suddenly finding all these students that they wanted to learn they wanted to engage you you got the sense that they saw the value in their education for whatever reason they've come to my online schooling Mm. and they see the benefits of actually getting a decent education without all of the challenging behavior that can be in a mainstream school that that to me is the is the the biggest win for this because Mm. they get the chance to engage at their own pace in their own time even if they want to watch the recordings back they don't necessarily have to sit in the live lessons but Mm. just that removal of that challenging behavior it's um yeah it's 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 lovely from from my point of view Mm. and those students see the value of education as opposed to having to constantly fight all the time just to Mm. get them to listen is is a real sense of, of maturity with the classes i suppose they see the value of it okay now in life we're told that change seems to be one of those permanent things and if 2020 didn't teach us that then I don't quite know what would. How have you seen my online schooling evolve and change since you joined two years ago? Well, when I joined two years ago they were still well established uh, and, and quickly growing but the way things have moved over that that period of time, the, the structure has been put in place in terms of obviously my roles head of department, all the subjects that are working together in strong teams, Mm -hmm. all of the policies that have been put in place to, from my point of view, it resembles every school I've worked at in terms of everything that's put in place in terms of the structure and the management and the and the timetabling and the lessons. The other big thing for me has been the the level of staffing in terms of particularly the, the, the staffing that's done in the support of parents because of course, the teachers doing their thing. Day-to-day parents have got a lot of concerns and issues. And there's two people that are always there for the live chat so that people can always get in touch at you know, any given moment if there's any concerns. The, the pushing in well-being, that's been a big thing over the last couple of years. A well-being officer being put in place and the idea being is that well-being and mental health has become such a such an important thing. So, yeah, for me, it's just it's been the development of the school, not only in terms of its size, but this the, becoming a much richer and more colourful experience in terms of uh, of student life. Tom, we've learned something about teaching. We've learned about the, the way that you teach in school. I'd love to know a little bit more about you now, just as we come to the end of this. So quick question. At the end of each day, when you shut down your devices and ignoring COVID restrictions for the moment, how would you normally fill your time? What what, what kind of things are you into? At the minute... With my three boys, <laughs> who are 12, 9 and 6, and I've got a puppy, uh, a Labrador, well, he's about 18 months now, two cats, uh, relatively big house, big garden. I, 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 honestly, I don't seem to stop. It's almost going from one <laughs> thing to the next. But I recognise the fact at the minute that it's really uh, uh, it's, it's a, a wonderful time. I know it's busy and you know can be quite exhausting, but my boys are growing so fast that it just gives me a chance to really treasure those moments. So... The nice thing of when I close everything down and the day is done, then I can focus on uh, the family again. And it, that, the work-life balance for my online schooling has, has, for me, is second to none. So the fact I've got time with my kids and we get to go out and play some football or 
We're just about to buy a caravan, which sounds okay. really <laughs> dull, probably. But we're excited about potentially just, you know, towing it around and, and camping in various places and, uh, mm. yeah, just getting outside as much as anything. Because my oldest boy, particularly over the last year, I think he's missed out on a lot of physical activity. So um, it's about mm. just getting him a bit fitter, I think, as much as anything. What's the best thing about being a dad? The best thing about being a dad, I love to watch them grow. I love to do simple things like, like feeding them. I heard once that you should, as a father, be the person that you needed when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried to apply that to my own three boys in the respect that I've tried to give them a solid home life, mm-hmm. uh, a loving environment, you know, well-fed, well-looked after, a variety of, they've just started judo this week and, uh, and the football after school. So mm-hmm. giving them a variety of life experiences. But for me, it's watching them grow, and especially my eldest, who's now 12. You can see he's growing into a man. And that, that, there's a real sense of pride then when it comes to seeing that hard work which it is but just seeing him develop into you know an upstanding person so it's that pride of seeing them grow and my work at the minute it really allows me to to be present I mean that's the huge thing is that yes I'm physically here but also mentally knowing that my next day I'm looking forward to and I enjoy my classes there isn't such the stress there of of not being able to enjoy being sat out in the garden because you're worried about what's happening the next day. It's, uh, mm. it's uh, that, that work-life balance has um, it, been lovely. And if I asked your boys what their perfect takeout meal would be, what might they say? What would they all agree upon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a difficult one, actually. Um, I think that actually Thursday, I tend to take them to McDonald's for a Thursday because my wife's working. She's a nurse, so she works mm-hmm. till late in the evening. So on my day where I'm looking after the food, not so I feed them burgers every time that I'm cooking, but um, mm-hmm. prob- I think they'd probably say a McDonald's and specifically chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets always go down well with boys, don't they? <laughs> they do. So we need to bring this to a close in a moment. But for anyone who's heard anything and might want to find out a little bit more about teaching at my online schooling or maths at my online schooling, how should they get in touch? Well, they can go onto the website, my online schooling, and get in touch with the team. There's always someone available to uh, to answer any questions. The thing I like a lot these last two years, that my experience of working for the school, is the feedback that we get from some of the parents, where parents are actually tried it and may have mm. been a bit sceptical. And, and then once they enrolled their, their child, they were just the... The feedback has been so encouraging, and, and some parents even say that their child has actually started to enjoy life again, and they've they've got their son or daughter back because they've come into difficulties or they've struggled in mainstream, and this is a way for them to get an education, but also do it in a way that they enjoy and, and feel comfortable. So, yeah, like I say, website, get in touch, and the fact is then um, it's, it's, it's one of those things I think that it's worth trying and seeing how you get on and then go from there. Well, Tom, thank you for being with us today and thank you for being so willing to you know, open up and share your experience of life within the school. Thank you for your time and thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So that was Tom Carter, Head of Maths at My Online Schooling. And don't forget, you can always get in touch with a school just by searching My Online Schooling. But also, if you haven't followed this channel yet, then now's the time to do so, because it just means that when each episode is released, you'll receive a small notification just to let you know that it's available. So go and do that now. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll see you again soon. Bye for now.